It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Behind-the-scenes experience in Washington and around the world. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Uh, welcome uh, to this version of Inside Sources. A year ago, President Russell M. Nelson of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints made a historic announcement and a focus on the proper use and the proper name of the church. I had the unique opportunity to sit down with President M. Russell Ballard and Elder Garrett W. Gong of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints to discuss what has happened over the past year and what comes next. Well, we're very pleased today to be joined by President M. Russell Ballard, uh, acting president of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and Elder Garrett W. Gong, also of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles. Thanks to both of you for joining us on a very historic day as we uh, celebrate and remember and reflect on the anniversary of President Nelson's statement. I'm going to start by reading that statement, and then uh, President Ballard, I'd like to start with you because you have some history with this topic as well. It's Mm -hmm. been weighing on your mind for a few years as well. Uh, But exactly a year ago, on the 16th, uh, President Russell M. Nelson said, The Lord has impressed upon my mind the importance of the name he has revealed for his church, even the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We have work before us to bring ourselves in harmony with his will. In recent weeks, various church leaders and departments have initiated the necessary steps to do so. Additional information about this important matter will be made available in the coming months. So, President Ballard, tell us your initial response uh, to this. Well, President Nelson and I uh, both gave conference talks on this subject uh, some time ago, and we were, uh, we've had opportunity to talk about it uh, considerable times, and in the process of that, uh, we thought about the effort back in the days of the Olympics. There was a real effort uh, that we made nationally, internationally actually, to try to get the world to recognize us as the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And that worked really well for about uh, one month. <laughs> we had some good response. The, the press, to be honest with you, were cooperative and helpful, but it didn't stay. And so uh, talking about this uh, from time to time, and particularly with uh, President Nelson, the uh, thought was that uh, the Lord can't be pleased with the very fact that uh, he named the church and, and we've allowed the name not to be what the Lord named it. And uh, then the president pondered that as you just read the statement and uh, uh, determined that with a concerted effort, with a real effort, that we would need to go forward in the church and see if we can get the world 
to call the church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. He gave some pretty good instructions to the Quorum of the Twelve in a letter that he wrote to us telling us that he expected the Twelve to do this. And uh, we reminded him that present this is going to take a little time. It's very complex. I didn't. We didn't really need to remind him because he knew it. But <laughs> he we knew, want yeah. to be on record. <laughs> Maybe put it that way. And uh, it would cost uh, some take some resources to do this, and it would be a, a uh, it would be a great thing for the membership of the church to be united mm. in an effort to. Uh, called a church, the yeah. Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Of all the times in the world, at least in my lifetime, when the Savior's name should be attached to mm. his churches now. Mm. Wonderful. Elder Gong, you've been involved in a lot of the, the process uh, in terms of implementing a, a lot of the challenging components to this that President Ballard just mentioned. Uh, what has been the role of the Twelve, and what uh, have you seen over the past year? As President Ballard mentioned, President Nelson asked if the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles would develop a comprehensive plan to correct the use of the name of the Church and to establish some very important principles, one of which was mentioned by President Ballard that this would take a protracted effort, mm -hmm. and the other was that others would respect and follow our correct example. Mm. So. Under President Ballard's direction, the Quorum of the Twelve has worked on a comprehensive plan that began with the Church correcting our use of the name mm -hmm. of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Not a small thing. Uh, to date, 33,000 emails have been updated, 300 web-based applications to the new domain name, 95% of the outward-facing references have been updated. 800 domain names have been acquired in the United States and in other international settings to use our new full domain name. Uh, these are just an illustrative of the fact that if we would do our homework first and change ourselves, then we could legitimately ask others to follow our example. Yeah, uh, very fascinating. And I think uh, to that point that, that uh, Elder Gong has just made, there there were a lot of skeptics uh, out there uh, across the board, some uh, to, to your point in terms of just the overwhelming nature of 33,000 emails and, and websites and domains and search traffic and all of those things. Uh, but I think there's a component to this too that was also very internal. Some said you can't expect this to be uh, some sort of external branding exercise. But it seems to me from, from what President Nelson said and what the Twelve has done that this is as much about an internal effort to the member, an invitation to the members of the church as anything else. You know, I think you're probably getting pretty good at it, uh, <laughs> boy. Do you probably, how many times have you slipped and said, oh, no, no, I mean, we're the members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. As the membership of the church is using the proper name, then it will continue to radiate from here mm -hmm. uh, to into the world. There are skeptics. There always have been skeptics, yeah. but uh, we've made tremendous progress. When you think about the, in one year, the things that we've been able to accomplish, is, uh, you'd have to say, we're well on our way. Are we there yet? No. Is there a lot more work to do? Yes. And uh, 
we're taking those steps and I think as time rolls out and people see the other steps that we're working on, they're gonna, going to be very, very pleased. Certainly the membership of the church will be. And I think the whole world will start to see us as the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And uh, if we can get that done, regardless of how long, much longer it takes us to get that all the way around the world, it'll be one of those uh, tremendous and important things uh, that we will have accomplished in our ministries. Yeah, wonderful. Elder Gong, uh, over the past year, how have you seen this uh, roll out and what impact have you seen on members of the church and those outside of the church? I've been so grateful to recognize that this was not, as you just mentioned, a rebranding. The name of the church was revealed by the Lord himself. Mm. We are using the name that he asked us to use. He says, I, I call, the Lord says, he calls in his voice in his name. And the promises are that if we call in the name of the Savior, Jesus Christ, that the Father will hear us. This is mm -hmm. about us recognizing the role of Jesus Christ in our lives. And across the world, we're seeing some of the fruits of that. Uh, remarkable to have people say, I used to start conversations, do you know something about the Mormon church? And people would then talk to me about polygamy. If I start, do you know something about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? The response is, oh, I'm a Christian too. Mm, interesting. Africa, some of our uh, church leaders have talked about how individuals have had spiritual experiences, dreams and things, where they're looking for the church of Jesus Christ. Mm. Well, now they know where to find it. Yeah. People have said if you invite them to come to something regarding the Mormon church, it's easy to say, well, no, I'm okay, I don't need to come to that. But if you invite them to something with the church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day yeah. Saints, it's much easier to say, yeah, I'd like to come and see that. Yeah, wonderful. Stay with us. More of my interview with M. Russell Ballard and Elder Garrett W. Gong. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was senseless, and I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Welcome back. One year after the announcement, historic announcement by President Russell M. Nelson on a focus on the proper name of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, so I continue my conversation with President M. Russell Ballard and Elder Garrett W. Gong. 
President Ballard, has anything surprised you uh, over the course of the last year since this announcement was made? Yeah, how big it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big bite and a long chew, I think is the term. It's a big world, and uh, uh, I think we have to tip our hats just, for example, to the telephone operators here at church headquarters. Uh, you call now, and they answer the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Mm. Well, why we haven't been doing that for uh, ever, I don't know, but it's being done now. And uh, I think the future, Boyd, will uh, be in our, our uh, message, will be centered more and more and more around the Savior mm. and uh, in his ministry and what he means to not just to the members of the church, but what the Lord Jesus Christ means to the world and how precious and important his name is, but more important, how precious and important is his message. Mm. And so I think you'll see as we've improved our messaging to the world that it'll be exciting. A lot of things that are in in the works, we're not prepared to release anything yet, but as this goes forward, it'll become more and more evident in uh, our literature, in our advertising, in anything where our, the church is connected, that we are the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean that we're not going to hold on and maintain the word Mormon. That's our, that's our word. Mm-hmm. The Book of Mormon is a very critical part. It's another testament and witness that Jesus is the Christ. So we'll maintain and treasure the word Mormon, but we will be known as the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, not as the Mormon Church. Yeah. And there's a big difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints that believes in and testifies to the world that the Book of Mormon is a witness of the Savior's life and ministry, and yeah. that's... Uh, it's going to be fun. I hope the Lord let me live long enough to see this one all, all the way across the line. I think you got a long ways, a long ways to go. And, and actually, I want to I want to drill down on that just a little bit, President Ballard, because you've you've played an important uh, hinge point, an important connection to the legacy of the history of the church, uh, to the early leaders of the church. Uh, how do you think they see uh, this uh, focus, this emphasis now uh, that we've seen over the last year on the name of the church? Oh, I believe they're smiling. They, uh, they would feel good about, uh, about the efforts that we're putting forward because we're in a world now that's different than the world that some of them lived through. We right. had persecution, and we had all of those awful times in the early days. We were driven out of, out of uh, the east into these beautiful mountains of the west uh, because of our beliefs. But it was a different world now, and the world is uh, is not reverencing the name of the Lord Jesus Christ today as they were in the early days. It was it was the testimony that the pioneers had that Jesus is the Christ. He is the Savior, the Redeemer. That He did atone for our sins. It made it possible for them to pull a handcarts. Mm-hmm through the snow and over a rocky ridge and through uh, uh, 
the terrible areas in Wyoming and on into this valley. It was faith in what? Faith in the life and ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. So uh, our pioneer heritage is something that I have felt so strongly about. We must never, ever lose it. If our youngsters ever lose sight of who they, the price has been paid for them to even know the, the message of the restoration, if they ever lose that, I think they've lost something that perhaps is the most is way too precious to lose. That's why we're doing so much we are to maintain the the pioneer heritage and, and honor it. Wonderful, wonderful. Elder Gong, as uh, you've watched this unfold and been in the middle of so much of this, how do you think this emphasis has impacted people outside of the church, whether that's media, whether that's just people in general around the world? What's the impact been? It's been said that the Lord's church has been disguised as the Mormon church. Mm. And I think this effort is focused on bringing it out of disguise and bringing it out of obscurity, making it clear that the the Lord himself has revealed the name for his church and leads the church through his modern leaders. I think it's true in many parts of the world that people have never had an opportunity to learn about Jesus Christ. Mm. And to call his church by his name will make the connection closer, President Ballard just mentioned, so that the message of peace and hope and forgiveness, the things that people seek in their lives can come because it'll come through the Lord Jesus Christ that they can find in his church. Mm, that's wonderful. Uh, I want to ask you one of the, uh, back to some of the skeptics. When when this announcement was made, uh, of course, the, the skeptics always are the skeptics. Uh, but one of the interesting things about the skeptics is they've, uh, they focused on this idea that there was this statement from President Nelson, and so that sort of ended things, and that's just the way it needed to be. Uh, those who observe the church closely uh, have noticed that, that President Nelson's leadership style has been to share what's been impressed on his mind, uh, but then it goes to the Twelve, and he gets you to, to understand it and receive your own insight. And then it goes to the members. Uh, so whether that's ministering, whether that's come follow me, it seems that the declaration comes and then it's sort of changing the way change happens, that it's, that it's declared and then it's moved up uh, from the members' standpoint. How have you seen that played out uh, in terms of the name of the church? Well, let me just say that uh, President Nelson has been willing to uh, have open dialogue and discussion. So many of the things that have occurred since he's been president of the church have had open discussion and a lot of prayer and a lot of uh, insight. And uh, then, gratefully, we have a prophet who can have the confirmation uh, that this is the direction we ought to go. So in all of that, as we have been working together, you know, three of us, the three senior members, that is, um, before the first presidency was <laughs> reorganized, Elder Nelson, Elder uh, Oaks, and Elder Ballard, we sat together for over 33 years. Yeah. So you can imagine all the things we've talked about. But President Nelson has been willing not only to talk to us about it, but he's been willing to ponder and pray about it and seek inspiration 
And when he's had a confirmation, bless his heart, he's had the courage to announce it and to move it and make things happen. And that's uh, that's just been a wonderful thing to witness. Yeah. We love him. We sustain him as our prophet. And certainly the Lord has raised him up for this time. Mm. Now, we're going to be celebrating his 95th birthday. Right. <laughs> and uh, I'm four years younger than he is. <laughs> and uh, I just wonder if I'll be able to trail along for how long. <laughs> but he has a great work. He has done a great work, and he has a great work yet to do. Yeah. And so that's what's exciting about being a member of the church. But, Boyd, one of the things that uh, your audience needs to know, this whole thing centers in the restoration of the fullness of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It, our message to the world is that our Heavenly Father and the Lord Jesus Christ appeared to the prophet Joseph Smith in 1820. It'll soon be 200 years right. of since that event. And that the, the gospel, in its fullness, with priesthood authority and power to act in the name of God and the, be able to give to the people of the world who will come unto this restoration and hear it and understand it and accept it and then strive to live it, that all the blessings Heavenly Father has in the eternities are available now because the restoration has occurred. And I think that's a very important reason why we have to herald this to the world. We love all, we love all Christians. We love all people. It doesn't matter what religious persuasion they have. We simply say, let us explain to you, keep all that you have that is right and good, but let us show you what yeah. the Lord has revealed 200 years ago in yeah. the spring of 1820. Wonderful. Elder Gong, you've, uh, you were the first apostle uh, called by President Nelson after he became uh, president of the church. And you've had the opportunity, obviously, to be trained by him. You've traveled to remote places in the world with him. What have you learned uh, about his leadership style, and in particular, how he has led on this particular issue of focusing on the name of the church? President Nelson is God's prophet to the world. And you feel his love and God's love as you're with people. You sense his love for each of us and each of those that he's with, and you see it, you feel it. I, I was thinking of places we've been where you've just felt that and seen it. We were in the Pacific recently, and there is in many places, the saints lined the street for 17 miles to say hello to him and to wave, but to me what was equally wonderful was him reaching out the window to wave back to each person. It's that connection. And as he meets the kings and queens and the prime ministers and the heads of state, down to the most humble members in all of their circumstances, you, you feel that this is God's prophet yeah. as part of the leadership of the church at this time. Wonderful. Elder Gong, final thought. Um, what do you hope the members continue to focus on and think about? Uh, again, a historic day, a historic announcement one year ago. Uh, what does the future look forward uh, what do you look to uh, for you? Well, the future is very bright. And it's bright because there is all goodness and all hope 
and all charity in the name of the Savior and the blessings he promises. I've thought that those who are seeking the truth and wouldn't know where to find it have a beacon, a light, the name of the Lord, where to find it. And it changes one place at a time. I was thinking this summer, Dodger Stadium had what used to be called Mormon Night. And this summer it was called the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints Family Night at Dodger Stadium. Mm. That to me is an example of how we're moving forward to bring the name of the church, the name of the Savior, but in a way that fits in with society and people can feel comfortable with it and at the same time know that it's a statement, a testimony of truth. Well, as we come full circle, um, President Ballard, is there anything that you think of as it relates to this? Again, we're one year, exactly a year ago that uh, this came out and uh, as we said at the very beginning, uh, you've been thinking about this and had a lot of impressions around the name of the church uh, for decades now. Uh, what do you hope for the, the future as this continues to, to move forward? Well, <clears throat> our objective is that the world will come to know that we are the Church of Jesus Christ, restored to the earth in these the latter days. That's what we hope. And we hope that the world knows that we have a great outreach to all of our Heavenly Father's children. I don't know that there's any other organization the size of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints that does more to reach out into the world to help the, 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 uh, the poor, the hungry, those that are in distress, those that have had hard times hit them, Few people have any idea the far reach of charitable outreach of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And why do we do that? And why when there's a, a tragedy of some kind or an earthquake or something, are we there in our yellow jackets trying to help? Because that's exactly what the Lord would be. That's where He would be. So we're trying to emulate and we're trying to live our lives as closely as we can to the way he would want us to live them. And so if we repeat the name of the church that keeps us constantly in our mind, yeah, this is the church of Jesus Christ. He is our savior. He is our redeemer. He is our best friend. And what a wonderful thing to be able to repeat his name and praise his name to all mankind. Elder Gong, President Ballard, thank you so much for being with us today. You hang on because it's going to be exciting. <laughs> the things that lie ahead. So keep tuned. Okay, stay, stay tuned. You heard it here first. <laughs> All right, that's my interview with President M. Russell Ballard and Elder Garrett W. Gong of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints right here on Inside Sources. Stay with us. We'll be right back.